Sephora stores are everywhere you are. So just pop in when you need a brown lip to match your 90s playlist, a confidence boost before your interview, or a last-minute gift for mom's birthday. There's always a Sephora near you. Just pop in. Use our store locator to find your local Sephora or Sephora at Kohl's. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Welcome back to Pure Skin Talk. My name is Devin MacArthur. How are you guys doing? Oh, goodness. I don't know what's going on with me. I think I'm just trying to get through the month, as I'm sure everybody else is trying to get through the month. December's always crazy. Things are busier, which I'm thankful for. And just a lot going on. My sister's coming from Utah soon. And when... I try to get as much as I can done so that I can enjoy the time they're here. So I can spend lots of time with my niece and nephew. So I fall behind in some things, but I really try to get, I try to stay on top of it like prior to them coming so that (laughs) I'm ready and can just hang with them because that's my favorite. You know, I don't get them year round. So I gotta, I gotta get that time in when when I can. And we're going to do Christmas, go look at, drive around the town and look at Christmas lights, which I'm really excited about doing. We did that for Halloween and that was really fun. So I'm excited to do that for Christmas as well. So that's kind of it that I have. I mean, listen, it's, it's a crazy month. I'm just lucky to be working and <laughs> things are good for the most part. I did a Christmas card this year. I'll post that at some point. I've never done a Christmas card, but I thought it would be fun to do it with my dogs as kind of a joke. So I'll post that at some point. And I don't know, I guess that's it. Really, I got nothing today, you guys. I got nothing. My brain is just... I feel like I'm kind of running on empty a little bit. But knock on wood, my RA has been pretty good. Pretty good. So I'll take it. I'll take pretty good. Trust me. Okay. So I want to tell you guys a little story. I had this new client come in a week or so ago. And it's, you know, it's so like, you know, and this is a lesson I learned a long time ago, but, you know, sometimes you get a a reminder and it's, it's funny. So this new client, you know, books her appointment. And so I could tell by her name that she was, you know, an older client because this name is not really around these days for younger kids. So she comes in and she's wearing like a button, like a white button down shirt. And like, she just looked, if I'm totally going to judge, you know, a book by its cover, she looked, I don't want to say uptight, but like, you know, just like a, a conservative, and I don't mean politically, I mean, just like conservative woman who would be, you know, very prim and 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 proper. Super nice though. So as soon as I start talking to her, you know, she, she's she been looking for an esthetician for a while. She's tried a few. She hasn't been happy, you know, whatever. 
she said that there was something about my my information that's you know out online, my reviews or even my website, whatever. She said that there was just something that she felt like her and I were going to connect to. Adorable, right? So as I am working on her skin, let me tell you, my first impression of her could not have been more wrong. Like I thought prim and proper, like this is going to be a stiff facial. She's probably not going to want to talk much. You know, I'm getting these ideas in my head, but like I said, she was very nice. So it's not that she was mean or stuffy. I just thought prim and proper, which is very different. And as we're doing the facial, I am just thinking to to myself, she is so much fun. She keeps talking. She's probably... Not probably. She is in her... Well, she didn't give me her exact age, but I'm I'm going to have to guess early 70s, late 60s. And she's talking about this boyfriend that she has. And, oh, they just have so much fun together. And I... And, you know, his name is Bob. And she's telling me, but they, they do this and they do that, whatever. And I finally said to her at the end of the facial, I'm like, I want to hang out with you and Bob. You guys seem like a real good time. And she said, we do have a lot of fun. Like she just was the cutest thing. And honestly, so far from what, from prim and proper. And not like in a bad way, not like she was like white trash, because obviously not that. But she was very just, she was just out to have a good time in life. You know, she, her and her boyfriend, they both lost their spouses. And so then they came together and they're just enjoying life. And I love it so much. Then it turns out she's talking about... So in our little town, we do something called a dry land boat parade. (laughs) I mean, the beach is like 20 minutes from us. So we don't do like a real boat parade. It's just a dry land. Everybody drives around. There's like a route they go. Our city is only two miles by two miles. So they just do a route around the houses, whatever. And they try to hit houses that are you know really decorated for Christmas. But everybody takes their boat or they take... I mean, last year, I think it was last year, somebody had a a just the the front part of the semi-truck. So not the back, just the actual like driving part. Somebody pulled up in that and they decorated it. And then sometimes people from the local high school, like they'll do a whole sports team that they're carrying and they decorate their, you know, their big truck. But people really go all out for this. I mean, it's it's kind of cool. I think, you know, if I had kids or, you know, my nieces and my younger niece and nephews were around during when they had it, I, you know, might bring them to it or something. But it's kind of cool. I mean, it's totally cheesy, but people get into it and it's fun and, you know, good for them and and whatever. So anyways, we're talking about that. And she said that her son has this house And she's kind of describing where it was. And I'm like, God, that sounds familiar. But I guess his house is on the route, on the dry land boat parade route. So they're going to pass it. So she starts describing this house. And I was like, wait a second. I had been, I took my niece and my nephews to this house during Halloween because they went all out. I mean, like crazy. They had tombstones. They had two freaky children, obviously toy children, whatever, but like life-size on a seesaw going, and it's like moving. They had those big giant spiders, those big skeletons, those like eight feet tall skeletons, however tall they are. I mean, they just really went all out. And then you go, you have to actually like, so they have a driveway and then on both sides, they have their lawn. And so you walk up the driveway and there's more stuff to like see because my nephews were like, auntie, I don't think we're supposed to go up there. But 
I knew that we could because they have so many decorations up there. They had like an actual like casket with like somebody that came out of it. I mean, it was really cool. They had a butler that, or, you know, like a, not a real butler that, that spoke. And then they had stuff like in the, in the windows. I mean, it was just so over the top and amazing. And then the woman comes out from her, like I could see like, it's kind of like an open window. So like, I felt kind of weird because they were all eating dinner when we went. But they could not have been nicer. The the one this woman comes out, which now I know is the wife, and starts talking to us for like 15 minutes. And she's telling us all about this, you know, what they do and why they do it and blah, 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 whatever. And then they like, she passed out candy to my niece and my nephews, which I mean, obviously made their night, you know, they don't get enough sugar, right? And it just she invited me over so for Halloween night. I don't even know this woman, but she was like, you should come back. I was like, oh, I'm not going to have the kids. I'm like, they're going to go, you know, back to Utah. And she's like, you should come. I mean, she just was so sweet. I was like, that's amazing. So then I find out that it's my clients, this woman I was talking to in the you know beginning of the story. She, it's her son and daughter-in-law. I mean, it's a small world. I mean, I mean, I know I live in a small city, but still. So that was really fun. So I'm excited to drive by their house for Christmas because since they're on the parade route, I know that for sure they are going to go all out, which I mean, they would have anyways, but I'm excited. Anyways, the whole point of the story is don't judge a book by its cover. You know, if you're an esthetician listening, don't judge your clients by what you see. You never know what you're going to get. And she could not have been sweeter. She gave me a hug when she left and said that she she definitely will be back, which is good because she tried four other estheticians in the area and she was not happy with them. So I did something right. And then I give out Christmas gifts to all my clients in December. And I just do like a like a cute Christmas mug and I put chocolate chip cookies and they're like fresh, freshly baked chocolate chip cookies. And she texts me and told me that she already ate all the cookies and Today, she made a new friend. I was like, oh my gosh, you're the cutest thing ever. Like, I love her. Honestly, if I could hang out with her and Bob, I would I would love it because <laughs> they just, they're who I want to be. They just sound amazing. Anyways, it was a really fun story. It was a really fun facial. And, you know, this is just another reason why I love my job because I meet just the best the best people. I mean, it's crazy. You know, there's been times where I'm like, gosh, should I scale back my my clientele because when I have health issues, I stress. And so I'm like, maybe I should scale back or, you know, go to less days, even though I'm only three days. But sometimes I have thoughts like that. And I'm like, I don't even know who would be a priority on my list because I love my clients. Like they're all just so amazing. And I have fun with them and I look forward to seeing them and hearing about their lives and they just, I don't know. I just feel really lucky. This is a great job. But anyways, don't judge a book by its cover because you really never know what you're going to get. And this one was awesome. Anyways, that's my story for the week. Why don't we just get started into the episode? Here we go. Okay, so when I first decided that I was going to be an esthetician. I spoke to my esthetician. I'm sure I've told the story before, but her and I have actually been friends since, I think I met her when I was like 18 or 19. I'm 44 now. So it's been a very long time. But she was my esthetician. My friend who does my hair 
or you should not. Anyways, it doesn't matter. So her friend was somebody I'd met when I was 17 who did my hair. And then she introduced me to my, my who became my esthetician mentor because she started doing my brows. And then, and I would get facials from her too, but brows was the most consistent thing. That was like, I get my brows done every two weeks. Like the hair grows fast, gotta, gotta take care of it. It's a little different now, but back then the hair grew real fast. Okay, so when I decided that I was gonna go to esthetician school, obviously I told her immediately and she was so supportive and, and said that she would help me. And she's a very giving, giving person. And I'm very lucky to have her in my life. I do remember her telling me that it didn't really matter what school I went to. It was what I learned after that mattered. And I have passed that knowledge on to you know, a lot of future estheticians because they're like, I don't know what school to go to. And it just doesn't really matter. I wish schools were better, but they're not. I did get lucky because I feel like I had a great teacher, but yeah, that's just not true for everybody. But I have learned so much more since I graduated because I pushed myself to do it. The thing with this profession is it's a lot of self-motivating. I've got the drive though, because I absolutely love what I do. But again, so I did have a mentor that helped me. And, and when I say mentor, it's not like I called her every day and like asked her questions, whatever. When I would go get my brows waxed, because she still did it for you know a while after I became an esthetician. I would pick her brain and we would talk about, you know, whatever I could get in that in that time frame of like help. And then she actually came to my house and she taught me how to do waxing, like more intimate waxing. I did uh that's when I did my male Brazilians, which was interesting. And then, you know, I did female and then I also did she taught me just like, you know, brow waxing and, you know, she just she taught me some stuff. And then some of the products I use still to this day are because of her. Only a few. Most of them I've kind of figured out. But she's very successful. And I mean, she's one of the most successful estheticians I've ever... I've come in contact with. Like, it's pretty incredible. And she has health issues like I do. So now we get to work together. And it's been nice because now we can talk about how we feel crappy, but we're pushing ourselves. (laughs) Or we can talk about, you know skincare or whatever else. So it's nice to pick her brain when, you know, I'm, I, my dream was to be able to work next to her. And I feel really lucky that now I have that opportunity. It was a few years after my career, I think like four years, but now we've been working together for like seven and a half or something. So I feel really lucky, very lucky. Anyways, I read an article a long time ago that was titled Nine Secrets Your Esthetician Won't Tell You. It always bothered me. In every profession, there are people that are dishonest, but I felt like the article makes it seem like we are all just liars or secretive about our knowledge. I pride myself on being truthful with my clients and to tell them everything I can while I have their attention. That was one of the first things my mentor taught me. She said that it's important to be honest, and if I didn't know something, say that. I could always get the answer later and tell them instead of making something up. Now, she didn't have to tell me not to lie. Like, I'm not a liar, so I'm not going to lie. But, you know, being when you're a new esthetician and, and when you're new in any field, like you're a little bit nervous, your first job, you know, whatever. And the fact that she gave me permission to tell my clients, I don't know that answer, but I'll get back to you. That gave me so much freedom in being able to help people and being honest with them and not feeling like I kind of have to like beat around the bush because I don't want them to think I don't know something. 
Like at the end of the day, it's okay not to know something. And so when people would ask me something and I said, you know what, I don't know, but I'll get back to you, I got back to them. So, you know, it's okay not to know something, but you got to follow up. That's that's where, what's really important. So I'm going to go through that list of that article, but I'm also going to add some more things at the end that don't really make sense just to kind of clear up and things probably maybe I've talked about before, but I think it's important to remind you and go over. Okay. So the first one is we can scar your face. I'm not going to do that. I'm just not going to. I am gentle with my extractions and people do not leave my treatment room with irritated skin. I recently had a new client and she told me that she had an esthetician who only used a needle on her face. She could actually feel the blood dripping down. I mean, come on, (laughs) it's just crazy. But it's exactly why some people are scared to see someone like me. Trust me when I say I have never, ever heard of anything like this before. I have heard many stories over the years, but that's, I think that's probably the worst. I mean, you can feel the blood dripping down. I mean, we got an issue here. Come on, let's not do that. Number two, you can get the same results at home. Eh, it's just not true. Home care is extremely important, but what I do in the treatment room can't be done on your own. That is the point of you coming to see me. Extractions are one of the most important reasons to see a professional because you simply can't do these properly on your own. And really, you shouldn't because guess what? You can scar your face. So be gentle. Come see an esthetician. Number three, you can ignore our sales pitches. I do think that the products I retail are great, but that doesn't mean you have to purchase them. Anyone who has come to me knows that. If you are interested, I do not force it, then I will send you home with a full regimen of samples, including a prescription sheet that tells you exactly what to do at home. I will not leave products for you with a register to guilt you into buying, as I've heard happens a lot, and I will not call you and bug you. Meaning you take these samples home, I'm not gonna be calling and checking on you. We're all adults here. And if you like the products, then you're gonna reach out to me or you're gonna go online and buy them or you're gonna come back, whatever the situation is. But there's nothing worse than a sales call. And I'm not gonna be that person. So, and I'm very clear and upfront. So here are the products and I give them all the information on how to order. I make it very simple. But I just, I don't want to bug my clients because I don't want to be bugged. So, and it's worked for me. I've been doing this 11 years. It works for me. And my clients appreciate it. They have told me that many times over the year. that They love that I'm not a salesperson. And in fact, when people recommend me to their friends and family, that's one of the things that I hear that they, they say is that I'm not... I don't push products on people. I am honest and that I don't upsell them during like a facial. So they appreciate they appreciate all that. Okay. When you are ready, you can purchase through me or even online, you know, because for me, it's not about sales. Yes, I know I'm a business, but really it's about you having great skin. I mean, that's it. I want what's best for you. And if you are not in a financial situation, you don't want to tell me that you can't afford to buy the products. Like, I don't want that. That's going to be uncomfortable. So you can get them. That's it. You don't have to get them if you don't want to. I will still give you facials. Okay, number four. We love popping pimples, but we aren't taught how to do it. 
Definitely not true for me. Not only was I taught in school, but my mentor also went into great detail with me. This is why I don't scar you. So here, popping pimples is not my favorite part of a facial. And I know that I'm in the minority when it comes to estheticians. I'm not bothered by them by any means, but it's not like I'm like, oh, I got to pop pimples today. I love pulling out chin hairs <laughs> and I love ingrowns. Those are my two favorite things. Random, I know, but I get great satisfaction out of it. It's just that the chin hair is a little more coarse. And so when you pull it, I don't know, you just feel that pull. I don't know. Call me crazy. That's fine. But... And then, you know, if you go to a school and an esthetician is not taught how to pop pimples, there are many ways to learn. So, and and if you don't have that experience, if you're not confident in it, you you shouldn't do it. You should wait until you, until you learn because you don't want to hurt your client. You don't want to make a, a worse experience for them. And again, you don't want to scar them. So, okay, number five. Now, this is going to be controversial, but let me finish my thought. Never trust a zitty esthetician. Now, this can be true to some degree. We all struggle with our skin, and sometimes even estheticians have problems. If it's an ongoing situation, I would understand the hesitation, but so many things could be going on with them that has nothing to do with them being an esthetician. I had an issue with my skin about a year ago and it lasted a while. It wasn't acne, but it was rashy and I was embarrassed about it. My skin is my advertisement, but please understand that we also have hormones and that can be out of our control. So I feel like you can tell because, you know, estheticians will post in some groups on Facebook and and say like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad because I have acne. Why would anybody trust me? Like that makes me feel sad for them because I feel like there's a difference between, and I feel like you, I, I feel like you can see the difference. If somebody has acne and they're not taking care of your of their skin, it's usually more obvious than somebody who is clearly taking care of their skin but still struggling with acne. Just because an esthetician doesn't have the best skin for whatever reason, that doesn't mean they're not a good esthetician. Okay. There could be underlying problems. There could be health issues. There could be, you know, out, you know, just genetics. I mean, so many things, but that doesn't make them a bad esthetician. And I know a lot of people go into this industry because they struggle with their skin, because they know how hard it was and they want to help other people. So don't let that always be a reflection of the work that they're going to do. Number six, we know if you've been picking. Yeah, we do. I promise. Those scabs and those infected areas will give you away every time. And listen, I might say something. I might not say something. It really depends on the client and how I feel like the facial is going and if they're open to you know, hearing my thoughts. I don't criticize them. I'm not like, I can't believe you pick. This is so bad. Stop picking. I simply explain to them what happens when you pick, end of conversation. I'm not going to chastise them. I'm not their mother. I am somebody that I want them to feel comfortable coming to with their bare skin. I don't want them to feel bad about it because a lot of people pick 
and don't know they're picking, or it's just a bad habit that they are having a hard time to break. And who am I to judge them for that? So I just explain to them and then I move on. You know, I've had some clients, like they've even said to me, yeah, I was nervous what you were going to say, or I'm so embarrassed, like I pick my skin. These are obviously new clients. And I'm just, I feel bad for them because like, don't feel that way. I'm here. This is what I do. I help your skin. Like I'm not here to judge your skin. I'm here to help your skin. So, you know, the whole point of that one is we do know if you've been picking some, I've had some people who aren't honest with me and I can tell, but again, I'm not their mother. And it's not for me to call them out and be like, I know you're lying to me. Like it just, it's fine. I, again, I just explained what's happening, but you, you you want to be careful because picking, you know, can lead to so many different issues. I mean, I know somebody who got a staph infection from too much picking and then staph infections, like she constantly gets them. So be very careful. Okay, number seven, you don't actually need that peel or microdermabrasion or microneedling, whatever. I will always recommend what is best for you no exceptions. But everyone always needs something extra, weather change, travel, hormones, etc. All those things create issues for our skin and going a little deeper is just another way of keeping us youthful. Now, what I do with my clients, most of my clients actually just ask like, what do I need next time? Or, you know, whatever. But I might say, hey, you know, it's been a while since we've done microdermabrasion. Do you want to do it? Or, you know, you haven't done microneedling in a while. Do you want to book another appointment for that? Yes or no? Very simple. I'm not berating them. I'm not anything. It's just, I'm not badgering them. I just, you know, remind them like, hey, we haven't done this. And if they don't want to, they don't want, I don't, it's fine. It's fine. But I don't, in the middle of a facial, try to upsell them because I, I personally find that uncomfortable. If I'm getting a facial, I want to relax. I don't want to think about trying to spend more money. Now, unless it's something really dire or something I really think like this is important to do during that session, I might say something, but I'm very, very careful about that. Okay, number eight, you won't see immediate results. Not true for the most part. There are some facials that require more treatments and continued home care for you to see results. I do my best to have my clients loving their skin when they walk out of my treatment room. If anything, your skin should at least look and feel healthier. Okay, so microneedling. When you walk out of my treatment room, yeah, you're not getting immediate results. Your skin in the next couple days or next few days, whatever, will feel softer, but the real results come in about a month. Same with a peel. You're not going to get immediate results. Now, just like a basic facial, yeah, your skin's going to look better. It's going to look healthier. So it really depends on the treatment. But for the most part, you shouldn't look, you shouldn't come out looking worse, except for microneedling. You will come out looking red. Okay. Number nine. And this is another one that's going to be controversial. But again, stay with me. Never trust an esthetician with long nails. Well, maybe trust is a strong word, but I figured this out on my own while in school. I didn't understand how anyone could properly do extractions or massage with long nails. I feel like that's how you can scar and scratch people. Then while talking to my mentor one day, she mentioned it. She told me that I should never trust another esthetician that has long nails. 
She, of course, wasn't being serious about that word trust either, but she was right about the nails. Now, I know people that have long nails and are are an esthetician and they work around it, they figure it out, and maybe facials aren't their main source of income, whatever that is. I personally could not do a facial with long nails. And I don't massage anymore because of my arthritis. But when I did, I don't know how you do it without scratching them. Like it's like I go get a massage sometimes and the girl sometimes has long nails, like they're longer. And so sometimes she does scratch me with her nails. No, I don't mind because during a massage, it's everything is just painful. So that doesn't bother me. But getting a facial, I don't want, you know, the nails. And then I do think about does it harbor bacteria under those long nails? I don't know. These are just my thoughts. Maybe people are extra careful and extra clean, always wear gloves, whatever it is. I just personally could not function with long nails. Mine are always short. And I get my I have to get my nails done every two weeks because my nails actually grow fast. So I have to like, I'm constantly like we I have to cut them because it just I can't do it with long nails. Plus, I just don't like it anymore. When I was younger, I liked longer nails. Maybe it's an age thing. I don't know. I guess there's people my age that have long nails too. I don't know how you guys do it. Okay. The next thing, and this is this, these were not part of the article, but I just think important to talk about. Stress is a huge culprit when it comes to skin issues. Stress can cause hormonal alterations and alter the immune system. It can even cause hair loss. We all have stress, but if you're finding this a problem, then finding a way to release your stress or even minimize will help tremendously. I just had somebody come in, my gosh, I don't even remember when it was recently, and she she knew that her skin was not in the best shape. And she goes, I'm just under so much stress right now. I'm under a lot of stress. And so I know it's coming out in my skin. And she was right. It was coming out in her skin. So that can easily, easily happen. It can flare up your rosacea. It can flare up your eczema, psoriasis, all of that stuff. Okay. Number 11, leaving on makeup when you exercise. I mean, personally... I just can't imagine sweating with makeup on. Like that, I just, I, uh, I just couldn't do it with my skin. The makeup can actually get in the way of your skin being able to sweat properly because it clogs those sweat pores. So that makeup blocks those sweat pores. And so your skin's not sweating properly. It's just, it's not. And it definitely can cause breakouts for sure. So don't wear makeup when you go work out, whatever you're doing. Number 12. Acne is not caused by dirty skin, chocolate, or pizza. Listen, you got to wash your face. Acne can increase if you aren't hygienic, but there are usually things going on under the skin and hormones that are really causing the problem. So it's not that, oh, I didn't wash my face last night. This is going to be a huge problem. It's really what's going on with your skin that are going to cause the breakouts and cleansing your skin and putting on the right products is important. So you can either keep those those breakouts at bay or you can help kill them faster. Okay. But it's not necessarily like... Uh, I mean, some people are more prone. I don't like to make blanket statements. But for the most part, it's not about just like, I didn't wash my face. Something else is going on with your skin. And some people, you know, acne we know is part genetics. If it's in your family, you know, it's definitely something you could get. But 
That's not to say you shouldn't wash your face. Should you still wash your face every morning and every night? But chocolate, pizza, that's just not what's going to break you out. Okay. So that's it. That's my list. I, I, I do want to say I'm so thankful for my mentor. She has helped me so much to get me you know, where I am now. And she used to always say to me, be better than Betty. And listen, I strive for that every day. I want to be whoever whoever Betty is, whoever that esthetician next door, whatever. I want to be better than her. And not because I'm in competition, because I'm absolutely not. I, I don't do that in this industry. But I need to be better than Betty because I need to get clients over to me. You know, If I'm better than the person next door to me, they're going to come to me, right? So that's the thinking behind it. Just keep striving for more. Keep trying harder. Keep doing more. So, you know, that's it. That's it. That's all I got for today. I think those are some really good points and some things to, you know, think about. And listen, they can be applied, you know, to a lot of different industries. But obviously, we're talking about aesthetics here. So that's it. I hope that helps. I hope you learned something today. And I hope that you continue to have a wonderful and stress-free December. Thanks, guys. We'll talk next week. Bye. you for listening today. Don't forget to follow me on social media at Pure Skin OC. I post lots of skincare tips and videos. You can find me at TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And of course, you can always visit my website and my online store. If you're local and interested in receiving one of my treatments, all of my services are on there and you can even book from there too. You can also find my skincare coaching if you want to have a virtual consultation with me so that I can help you with your skin. And lastly, but so important, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Besides sharing it with your friends and family, this is the best way to help it grow. Thanks so much, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Until next time.